Hello and welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. There's an actual substantial list you cannot see, so we'll just get started now in a order that, of course, will make no sense. The first one says getting web work done. Last week I talked about how I was going to tackle that site map. No, I didn't. Um, no work has been done on the site map. The day job has kept me extremely busy. I just have not had the time, and I'm sorry, sitemap, and I'm sorry, SEO, for the website, but I can't get you done before I get the sitemap done. I'm working on it. I've got a slew of days off. It sounds kind of horrible, but I've got a couple days off uh, next week where I actually work only four days at the day job, so I'll have plenty of time to record and edit, uh, plus... With that extra day off, usually um, I'm going to actually get some web work done. I'm going to get out of the house and just knock it the hell out. Um, the sitemap has to get done, and I'm holding myself accountable uh, right here on this show. So hopefully next week I say, yes, the site is done. I'm not going to say, like, yay, the SEO is done. I'm not going to get ahead of myself on that one. But the sitemap hopefully should be... Most of the way done, if not all done, um, next week. So, not that that affects uh, you uh, Baconeers. It's all back-end on the web stuff. Um, I am. I did update the blog. Woohoo! Um, so there's a bunch of new stuff there. Um, it, there's going to be more news coming out, so I'm going to try to get to the blog. Um, if not, every couple weeks, then um, every month. And let's see, I need to change some content um, on there. I noticed that I had just kind of dragged and dropped um, some of the stuff from the old website into the new website in terms of just text, and some of it is not accurate. One in particular on no applause, just the clap. So I'm going to be fixing that on that mystical day off of web work um, as well. Uh, I did get a lot of work done for the network itself, though. I mean, I did do some follow-up emails about uh, Denver Comic Con, which we will not be attending as press. Um, but I did do a follow-up email for the Great American Beer Festival, and I'm waiting to hear back from that. So, I've been getting, like, the small stuff done. I just haven't done any of the big stuff. I haven't had the time. You know, that's what kind of sucks about having a job where you wake up at 4 in the morning and you start at 5.30 is by the time you get home and you're staring at that Photoshop and Dreamweaver window and just going, I don't, not, it, no, not, not even happening. I can't even. But speaking of Dreamweaver, uh, the song now, not the, uh, not the program, Dreamweaver. Sorry, I always promised not to sing on this show. I dreamt a relationship, like a full-on relationship. The entire dream like, I incepted myself. That's what I did. I literally dreamt I met this girl named Erin, and we hung out, and were a couple, and then um, at the end of the dream, I was like, oh shit, I didn't call her. She, you know, I need to call her. And I literally woke up and looked at my phone and scrolled for her name. Like, that's how convincing I incepted myself. I dreamt a relationship. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Did it mean I should not have eaten before I went to sleep uh, right away? Or is that that maybe I should be pushing myself more for something I think I'm ready for, a romantic relationship? But then again, I don't really have the time right now to be social, which is ironic because 
last week uh, or a couple weeks ago, I talked about, you know, feeling more social. I am. I'm feeling more social. I just don't have the time to be more social. My schedule is not conducive to it. Uh, unfortunately, it's like I said, you know, when you basically wake up so early in the morning that you're in bed by, you don't go out to where the girls are. And I don't know where that is either. That, that'd be a whole thing. But if I had the time, I could find out where the girls are. Where's the party at? As a, a douchebag would say. So I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Um, but I woke up very unnerved by the fact that I literally dreamt an entire relationship with emotional attachments to the point where, like I said, when I woke up, I was I looked through my phone for her name. And I was like, oh, like, it, I, I can't find Erin. Maybe it's under her last name, which started with an A. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, There's no one in here. And then I was like, oh my God, it's two in the morning. You're actually awake. And that was a dream. So, I, I, you know, I don't know what that means. But long-time listeners know I put a lot of stock into my dreams, whether as premonitions or as a direction my brain wants itself to go and says, hey, like, you dreamt an actual emotionally involved relationship and then you woke up. Maybe you should wake up to an actually emotionally involved relationship. So, that's what I think it means. I don't know. I don't have a dream dictionary. Um, I don't know what uh, words mean. I don't know what names mean. Uh, maybe the fact that her name was Aaron isn't random. Isn't random. Um, I'll look that up and, and maybe I'll talk about that next week and go, well, that's kind of weird. Um, the meaning of Aaron in terms of the dream like dictionary type of stuff. So I want to get on a couple. One is a very weird thing. Uh, one is a pop culture thing. And then I want to wrap it up on a um, positive emotional anxiety thing. This is something where when I first started brainstorming ideas for kind of the loose conversational style of this show, I thought of kind of drunk thoughts when you're sober. Like, do spiders feel love? Do squirrels poop? What would a spider's orgasm sound like? I had a lot on spiders, apparently. You know, I have a rant about why I don't trust circles, um, which I'll get onto that on another show. Uh, the circle thing, not any of the weird spider sex stuff. But one of them, uh, one of my rants, uh, back when I was still smoking marijuana, was what would lowercase numbers look like? And why have we discovered those? And maybe it's some kind of super math. That, like, that's why the aliens haven't contacted us, because they're like, they only know uppercase math. Let's blow them off. Um, also, they aim weapons at their own planet, which is horrible. But I'm not going to get political on that one. But, uh, nor will I do that weird alien voice ever again. So, lowercase numbers. And I'm not talking about, like, the sub, uh, uh, subcase numbers you see in, like, chemistry, like CO2. Even though that's a, that's a higher set number. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, in chemistry, we have the subset numbers. I'm talking about, like, what does a lowercase 2 look like? Um, I read a comic called The Invisibles by Grant Morrison, and they were talking about the full alphabet. And using all 32 letters. I found that amazing. Um, and I think that informed that thought of upper and lowercase numbers. Now maybe we've been using lowercase numbers the entire time. 
mind blown. But then, what do uppercase letters uh, numbers look like? So, I mean, it, 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 like this is the stuff I think about. This is the stuff I I that keeps me awake at night until I fall asleep and dream of a girlfriend. That sounded sadder than it was meant to be. But, yeah, lowercase numbers. What the fuck, man? Like, where are those? When are we going to discover those? You're going to go like 100 years in the future, and they're going to be like, yeah, we've got aliens because we discovered lowercase numbers. And the aliens are going to be like, and we found you. I'm sorry, I promised I wouldn't do the voice. Another thing I was, I, I thought of um, off air was... Daredevil 2, uh, Daredevil 2, Daredevil Season 2 has, you know, wrapped up. We've talked about it for the last couple weeks on No Applause, Just the Clap. And I was thinking about the sense of smell and hearing since I picked up a physical tick from watching Daredevil, which if you don't listen to No Applause, Just the Clap, which why would you listen to this and not that? But I will explain it quickly. Matt Murdock kind of tilts his head and kind of like perks his ear and then tilts his head and perks his ear to like focus his um, hyperacute senses. And I picked up that tick. I tilt my head and focus as if I had hyperacute senses, which I do not. But it got me thinking. Wolverine has feral senses. He's got better hearing and a sense of smell than a normal human being, on par with an animal. And it's not to be disparaging against Wolverine, but, you know, feral, uh, a canine even. Yet, Daredevil can smell the scent left on a pillowcase two weeks later. I'd imagine a dog could as well, possibly. But the fact that the, the heartbeat, he can hear it and tell if they're lying or not, which Wolverine can't, uh, or, or maybe he can and it's never been brought up. I know sometimes he sniffed people, and gone, they're not lying based on the pheromones they exude, um, or hormones they exude. But he's going to be close up for that, whereas, like, Daredevil can go, hey, that guy three blocks down is totally fucking lying to his wife about cheating on her, or whatever. I lay awake at night thinking about not only the burden that must be to, to know when people are being truthful or lying to you constantly, which is a whole other show, actually. Um, I'm not going to get on that. That's a great topic. But the fact that you, you can hear stuff happening like two blocks, three blocks away, something that jogs your memory from weeks ago on a sensory level, that's got to be really hard to live with. I mean, yeah, it was a shit movie before the director's cut came out, and I'm going to argue with me about this internet, but trust me. But the Daredevil movie, like I said, a shit show, but the director's cut, totally awesome. Fucking rad, as Leslie would hate me to say. Holds up in that he sleeps in like a deprivation tank, a, a sensory deprivation tank. Because that's the only way he can do it. And when he gets out of it, like the barrage of noise and smells hit him. And I think it shows the weight he carries. So, no, I I don't think Wolverine's senses are stronger than Daredevil's because Wolverine can just go to sleep. Now, they keep showing Wolverine like surrounded by beer cans, but his mutant healing ability would make it almost impossible for him to get drunk unless he drank, like, 
several gallons of beer, like in like rabid succession, um, very high proof alcohol. Um, his, his, uh, they have that joke on the flash TV show where Barry can't get drunk because his metabolism is so fast. He's like, I had a shot. I'm drunk. Okay. I'm done. That would be Wolverine. Yeah. No one asked me whose senses were more acute, but this is the kind of stuff I think about that keeps me up at night and gives me anxieties. So it's on this show. Now, lastly, like I said, I wanted to end on a positive note about an anxiety I have. Before the super intense therapy a couple years ago, I didn't realize that maybe I didn't seek them out, but I kind of latched myself on lamprey style um, onto people who could be father figures. My friend Matt, I'm not going to use his last name, um, but I kind of latched onto him as kind of a father figure, um, a mentor whether he wanted to be that or not, and I never explained it to him, so he probably didn't even think anything of it, other than I was a little yappy dog running around the bulldog on the Looney Tunes uh, cartoon, where I was like, hey, Spike, hey, Spike, hey, Spike. Our friendship obviously evolved past that, but I did cling to him and emulate him because I was seeking a father figure uh, back then, which this is, I'm talking... 15, 16 years ago. And I think I latched on to certain managers because uh, at day jobs because I was always looking for a father figure, someone to give me the validation in my life that I sought that my father never gave me. Right? Heavy? All right. But don't worry. Like I said, this has got a positive spin. This has got a positive spin. So I've got a boss at the New Day job who really wants to teach me about a whole lot of stuff. And I kind of went, I'll take what I need, but not everything you're giving me. Um, I don't want to follow in your footsteps. I am not going to glom onto you. Uh, once again, I'm kind of lamprey to a shark style um, or leech. Um, if you don't know what a lamprey is, or a tick, if you're looking for a temporary solution on that one. And I realized, ever since my therapy, I'm not looking for a father figure. I'm not looking for someone to give me the validation I want. I, to some, I deserve. Uh, when I say some, I mean me. I... I'm fine reconciling that I may not deserve that validation. I know that I'm well-respected at my day job. Uh, I get the acknowledgement that I, I need to do a better job, um, if not the best job, because I already do a better job just as a baseline. And it dawned on me that I'm not looking for a father figure anymore. I'm not searching for that validation because I've found it within myself. I know I do a good job. At the day job. I know I'm rocking it out on trying to get the network where it needs to be, when it needs to be, for the most part. Let's go all the way back to the beginning with the site map. I know I stumbled on that one, but, you know, forgive me once. But I'm not looking for that validation anymore. And that's been extremely liberating, and I don't real I didn't realize how liberating it was until I went... This is a guy who wants to be a father figure to me 
and I go, nah, I'm good. And that's not to say I don't want to move past my position at work, um, but it's that like mentor-mentee attachment um, that I think I glommed onto, and I don't have that in me anymore, and that's an actual positive thing. I'm not looking for that validation. I'm not looking for that acknowledgement. I'm glad they think I'm doing good work. Um, my boss said I, I, I do, I've, I've created a massive impact at work in a positive sense. Um, people talk about me as if I've been there for six months and I haven't, I've been there for less than three. And when I don't work certain shifts, people go like, where's Doug? Like I thought Doug was working today. Oh God, I actually do my job. Not that I do other people's jobs, but I mean, I'm that when I'm at my day job, I am uh, work ethic incarnate, uh, a whirling dervish of just everything anyone needs. But when I'm not there, well, they have to, you know, they have to rest in their laurels, or or hopefully they don't. But that's it. Like that's that's a positive spin on on an anxiety that I used to have, um, and I think it's working through all of my. And I hate the term daddy issues. Because um, it sounds like I'm uh, some kind of stereotypical stripper. But I'm sorry, guys can have daddy issues. Anyone without a daddy can have daddy issues. And that's just the reality of it. And I have them. And thank the Lord I'm not a stripper. Because even I take showers in the dark. Don't nobody want to see this naked. Except for that dream girl. She, she was all about it. So anyway, that's it. So from damn... Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my Acute Mental Neuroses positive spin version. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacn podcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!